Greetings one and all, I am Natural Mystic, I am bouncing back and I hope you all are too. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 and 9. In these recordings in this series, series 3, this is episode 9, we've been talking about business basics, getting started, what to do. And in this particular episode we're going to be talking about team support and this circle of people you have around you or who you may need to get to know and navigate yourself around in order to make your business boom. For the definition of team, a group of people that come together to achieve a common goal. The definition of support, bear all or part of the weight of, hold up or give assistance to. Now I think that's really, really important. Support, bear all or part of the weight of, hold up slash give assistance to. A few of the bigger lies of all time in business. <laughs> I'm sure we've all heard these before. I did it by myself. I had no one to help me. I don't need any help. No one was there for me. All lies, or should we say a fabrication of truths. <laughs> because without people, without support, Without a team, without outside influences, there is no business. Now, it's not to say that an individual can come up with ideas, do research, so on, all by themselves. However, with everyone that is working towards something, there is a ceiling that cannot be passed through, hypothetically speaking, alone. Some people's ceilings are higher than others, but when it comes to breaking through that ceiling, also known as a barrier, which we have spoken about in past episodes, you cannot do it by yourselves. You will need help, whether you have money or not. So let's just talk about a top tip. If you pay someone to do something, that is help. If you ask for a favour by giving promises in the future, that is still help. The help given could be so small that it's overlooked. So much that it could end up by deceiving yourself or thinking that you had no help along the way. Something as small as giving you a telephone number, a contact name, is help. It could enhance or further your business. Help could also be someone just letting you use their phone, um, having access to their data, having access to their mailing list, doing research on your behalf via the internet, via a website. This is all help. It may also be being allowed to stay at someone's help. sorry, staying at someone's house or home um, for free or for low rent or using a workshop or even having a space in the community hub. All of these things are help and will help you develop yourself and your business. It could also be someone giving you a lift to work, helping you buy a meal. There are so many different ways in which we actually receive help and support and these things go unnoticed. 
So what we should try and do is make accounts, acknowledge, write down, journal, these small contributions that add up to the bigger successes that and goals that we would like to achieve. No matter how hard you try, not everything can be done by yourself. Now just a small part about this, side note about myself, I'm quite short, or I'm a below average height if you want to call it that. So there are times that I need to stretch to reach something on the shelf in the supermarket. Now, being the sort of person I am, I will usually find somebody tall, doesn't always have to be a member of staff, and I will ask that person if they could reach the item off the shelf for me, um, and that would be most helpful. Therefore, asking for help, we do it in, in so many different ways, but that's just a small part about me. So going back to the business basics, asking for help, we often look to friends and family and other businesses. And it's, there's a kind of a mistruth here where it says don't mix family with business. There is somewhat of an involvement from family and friends where your business are concerned because you may speak to them about what it is you're doing. They may not purchase, they may not support, they may not even help advertise, even by word of mouth. But the fact that you're able to offload, you're able to share, you're able to discuss um, without judgment, perhaps, or even with judgment, is a form of help because it's, again, developing you, making you a better person. People are just people and we need people in business. So why is this phrase considered to be a lie? To be honest, an answer to this could create a whole new book within itself, <laughs> whole new podcast, whole new conversation. <laughs> However, there are considered answers. Most corporate companies and businesses that have a monopoly are family businesses that have been in the family for many years, passed down through generations, down to a simple local corner shop that you parcel by on a regular basis. They are known as family businesses. Now, I'm not saying that you won't get problems working alongside friend or family. Rather, the point I'm making is that you will get the same behaviour from the average person that holds an important role within any other workplace and or business or company. Another top tip. What family and friends will do to you, other people will do to you. It's as simple as that. People are just people. So there are some methods that family and friends use to make it work. The main method in family business is to nurture the young family, the young people, the new and next generation into the business, whether that be working somewhere on a Saturday for a few hours, coming in and helping out with the accounts, going to the cash and carry um, and helping collecting stock, for example, these are all ways in which young people are um, invited and introduced into the family business. And over a period of time, this young person will be able to take on more and more instruction and potentially even develop the business into something better. There's also that transition of when you pass the business on and you let them manage, perhaps you let them supervise and you give them further responsibilities. A lot of people say you start from the bottom and you work your way up. You do the dirty work, you do the brunt work, you do the front line work as it's also called. 
face-to-face, customer-facing. And it will demonstrate your ability to do the groundwork, to not feel as though you're being taken advantage of, but knowing that there's a process that you will eventually work your way up. Companies are looking for workers with references and experience. So introducing your child into your business or into a form of work at an earlier age, explaining entrepreneurship, explaining what it is to be a philanthropist, for example, are all good ways of actually creating a well-rounded and well-balanced person who can then take on your business. So what do you need in a team? Despite all that has been mentioned so far, things must be put in writing. Friend or family business is a business. Now that there are things that are required in a team or within the business structure. Agreements, commitment, trust. Sometimes in the form of a written contract where it outlines the roles, the do's, the don'ts, the position of the employee, the position of the employer, or the agreements that both will adhere to, to get the job done. When you are actually building your team, top tip, if you get two out of three, you should be able to work out the one thing that is missing. So agreement, commitment, trust. If you only get one out of three, then forget it. You need people around you that are in agreement with what it is your business does. You need their commitment, but you also need their trust in order to help your business develop in more than one ways, whether that be financially or with maybe a secret formula or a secret source or something that you don't know what the general public to know. So when it comes to developing a team, you have an in-house team. The team consists of those that are part of the core element of your business, including employees. And there's an outsourced team, simply those that are not part of the business, but they may be a contributing factor to your business development. There are two categories of people that contribute money to businesses, which are business investors or corporate sponsors in-house, get donations, individual sponsors, outsourcing. There is a difference between the two, investment and donations. That is there, where is the difference? The investor requires updates, reports, and interest return on their money, whereas donations and individual sponsors are more charitable. They may not always be looking for a return with the intention of seeing a business or a person being helped where needed. So the question is, what are the benefits of outsourcing? It could provide you with the ability to specialize in their field, Also to mention that a friend or family member can be someone that is outsourced if you pay them for their services. Other benefits of outsources can be considered. Maybe less negotiation within the business. Honest criticism. There'll be a priority to your request. Your word is final without resistance, sabotage regarding moving forward. The main outsourcing areas a person or business will need. Graphic design, printers, secretary websites, accounts, solicitors, bank accounts, or somebody in financial sector. Some people think that it's not practical to outsource due to a lack of funds, but you do not need funds to seek recommendations. And again, we go back to help (laughs) of the things that need, that you are needed. You also 
do not need funds to research how much something costs or where something could be. So by having such things in place, this will set you up to be organised so that when you are ready, you know where to go and who to go to. Not every person in the team you start with will stay and not every resource you use is trustworthy. So if you want to secure your idea of a business by sharing, get it an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement form. Final bonus tip. If possible, I would encourage you to have the best of two or three of each, each category on the outsource list above as a backup plan. So let's just go back to the outsource list. Have two or three graphic designers, printers, secretaries, website designers, accountants, solicitor, bank accounts, and like I said, somebody in the financial sector who can actually help in other ways outside of accounting and just banking. Thank you one and all for listening. In our next recording, we are going to be talking about contacts. This episode has been about help, recommendations, support, and I'll leave you with this. No man is an island or no person is an island.